Hey, how's it going? <clears throat> oh, it's just what a what a lovely afternoon. It's grey. It's overcast. There are people with umbrellas. Looks like someone slipped and fell down there. It's, isn't it just grand? I. <coughs> <coughs> Man, I really need to quit smoking. <coughs> for for the record, I I, I don't. But <coughs> I see when when you have the idea for a bit in your head and you think, oh, this is going to be awesome, and then you actually do it, and then it it kind of fails. some audio here that I recorded back in 2008, which, <clears throat> if I check my calculation device here, 2008 was 15, count them one, count them five years ago, 15 years. It's actually not that very long now that I think about it, but for an audio file that you've never heard before, 15 years. <clears throat> so I thought... I've got a few announcements to make. I thought I would do those announcements. I also need to make a coffee, so I'm going to get that going. It's very unlike me to need one of these things. So I'm just going to pour some water in the kettle. <clears throat> I'm going to boil that. And we're going to listen. It's only three seconds long, but we are going to listen to this audio clip from 2008. Here we go. Wow, that was anticlimactic. It was, <clears throat> I don't know if that came across, it was just, I'm really glad I shared that. Big announcement uh, from the community. Into Your Head is coming back. Into Your Head with Neil O'Carroll. Oh, it's a total of fifth hour blarney. Beautiful pine furniture. <coughs> I think an Irish guy just punched me in the throat. I don't want to sort of get all mushy here, but Neil was one of those people, especially when I was in uh, uni back in the day, back in the sort of the 2000s, the early 2010s. If I didn't have Into Your Head on my iPod at the time, listening to that as I was getting the train into town in Adelaide, I don't know what I would have done with myself. I just don't know what to do with my... It's a very depressing song. <clears throat> I should probably also refill this water bottle. No, I mean, I, we all joke around and have a bit of fun, but no, I, I really do want to emphasize, Neil was a, was a, a great source of comfort and um, fun during those, some of those dark years of my life, and I really appreciate it. Anyway, he's coming back, which is very exciting, intoyourhead.com, and yes, you have to say it with a bit of an Irish accent or it doesn't resolve. That's how DNS works. D-I, domain name resolution for Irish people? <clears throat> I feel like an Irish DNS server, you'd try going to a UK address and it would just redirect you <laughs> somewhere dodgy. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, unless you're in Northern, actually no, if you're in Northern Ireland, you'd have a, probably a different, that's a whole separate thing. I'm going to boil some water and we need to grind some beans. Anyway, I'm very excited. If you kind of like my pointless crap here, wow, that's a, <laughs> what an endorsement. If you like crap, you'll like this guy. <laughs> Oh, now, if, if you like my sort of sense of humor, here's 
10 times better, more engaging, more fun than I am. He also has a comic strip as well, which is rather entertaining. It involves cats. So originally, I saw that on his first podcast uh, announcement in a while, he, he almost wrote it as a pod, a pod cat, which may, may have been a thing. I think that's a Unix command as well. If you pot, pod, why am I saying pot? Is that, <laughs> is that a Freudian slip? Do I need something other than coffee, maybe? Pod cat. Sounds like something that you would, um, you cat a file in Unix, you know, the concatenation thing. You know when you're telling a joke in your head and you think it's going to be great and then you deliver it and it doesn't work? I feel like I've done that at least three times. I'm going to grind some coffee. Should I wait to, till this finishes before I tell you what it is? I mean, I'm basically talking over it now. This must be really irritating. I can't imagine how irritating this must be, listening to this. Mmm, smells good. If, if it helps, it's very nice for me. <laughs> anyway, that's, um, gotta tap that down, otherwise it gets stuck. And the last thing you want is a stuck tape deck, stuck pancakes, you don't want stuck coffee beans, it's a whole thing. And I need one of these filter paper things to use in the AeroPress. <clears throat> but of course, to use the AeroPress, I need to give it a bit of a wash, but to wash it, I need to... There's some stuff here I need to put in the bin to make it. <laughs> uh, I swear our apartment isn't that filthy. <clears throat> I just realized I took the rubbish out this morning and then I forgot to redo the bag. It's a work from home day today, so... It's amazing. I don't know about you, but if you're lucky enough like me to have a white-collar job that involves sitting at a desk... Well, I say lucky. <laughs> I'm sure there are better jobs out there, but I feel like during... When COVID was <clears throat> first starting, it was probably the preferential place to be. Bit of alliteration there. <clears throat> um, yeah, I just got into the habit during those years <clears throat> of making coffee all the time. I know you'll find that hard, hard to believe because I couldn't exactly go down and buy any. And I used this AeroPress pretty much every day. I, I must have drawn thousands of cups through this thing. James from James's Coffee blog, jamescoffee.blog, would know all about that. Uh, where's the filter? I feel like I was going somewhere else on that tangent and I've already forgotten what it was. <clears throat> I took out the rubbish I needed to make beans, coffee, something, Neil O'Carroll, cats, Irish furniture. I'm, it's, it's, it's gone. I wonder if there is much, um, beautiful pine furniture in, um, in Dublin. Oh, to to Ah, the prairies. Um, for, for your sake and mine, <laughs> I'll stop. Why did the ah, why did the dishwasher beep at me? It's not even open. <clears throat> oh, it's not even closed. One of those things. I have my choice of mugs today. I have a Tom and Tom's coffee from that Korean coffee chain that was in Sydney for a while and then disappeared. I have a <laughs> you'll probably note a theme here. I have a coffee bean and tea leaf cup from Singapore. So funny story, coffee bean and tea leaf in Singapore started before uh, Starbucks did in Singapore. So I think we moved to Singapore in, in the mid-90s. <clears throat> I was about to say like a gentleman, but th that only two of us would have, <laughs> would have been uh, like that. Wow, this is all over the place. And yeah, coffee bean open air. It was this big thing, like a coffee chain. And then Starbucks opened soon after. And then I moved back to Australia. And then going back to Singapore, I go to Coffee Bean Tea Leaf for some nostalgia. And I drink the coffee and I think, eh... It's not very good. 
It's not very good, is it? <clears throat> I actually had some really good coffee in Ireland back in... God, when was, when was I over there? Like 2010 or something. We were there for someone's... Um, uh, a family friend's birthday in uh, Frankfurt. And I just figured, you know what? Been to the UK, never been to Ireland before. Never been to the Republic. So we went, <laughs> we got a... We got an Aerolingus flight from... I'll stop with the accent now, or an attempt of it. Last time I tried to do that, Neil messaged me and he's like, Ruben, I don't know why you sounded like a pre pregnant Scottish person when <laughs> you did that. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, we went to... We went to Ireland, we went around the Ring of Kerry, we went to Dublin, we went to Cork. Uh, Kevin from... Um, Call Me Kevin, that YouTube channel, that, um, that Irish... Uh, Video play, video game play, basically is Clara's and my favourite thing to watch these days. He's just so entertaining. He always talks about Cork being the basically the capital of Ireland, and I think we can all agree on that. And then we went up to Londonderry and to Belfast to sort of see some other things. And I really wanted to go to the Hull and Wolf shipyards, you know, where the Titanic was built and all of that. Did this water actually boil, or did I just pour cold? I just poured cold water into this AeroPress. Son of a! <laughs> I swear this boiled. What the hell? Oh no. Okay, no. I was. Uh, th this AeroPress has better ve ventilation. Wow, this episode. This AeroPress has a lot more. What's it called? When um, when you're insulating things, insulation. That's what it is. This. AeroPress has very good insulation. I would not have thought of that for something that's just a loose bit of plastic. Yeah, I might need to get a new AeroPress fairly soon. I've been using this one for like 2014, and during COVID lockdowns in Australia, I pretty much used this thing two to three times a day. And then when Clara would want one, that turned into three or four times a day. So this must have done thousands of cups, but unfortunately the little rubber gasket on the top, I think has finally started to get a bit loose. As we all do as we age. What? Uh, so we. Uh, I. I. Um. <clears throat> it used to make a very tight seal. I uh, don't read too much into that. And then uh, now it kind of just sort of floats. So it's not. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if you heard that. It's kind of a. Whereas before it was a bit tighter. Anyway, I'm going to push down on this, and that is going to be my coffee. Because I've got two more things I have to announce. So the Neil Joe Carol into your head thing was the most important one. Uh, announcement number two has three words. <laughs> An announcement number two has three words. What joke are we up to that fell flat now? Is that the fourth one? Or I don't remember. Why are you counting? You're embarrassing me. Number three, the other third announcement is, <clears throat> on a whim this morning, I... I hadn't really contributed to anything on the Overnight Skip Underground for a while, and I kind of felt bad. And this year, I don't know about you, but I mean, I talk jovially about this stuff, but this has been a rubbish year, just selfishly from my own personal perspective. So many things have gone wrong, um, and I've oddly lost so many people I care about just in the last, well, it's not even the end of the year yet, I'm kind of scared that um, the people I do care about, I want to make sure that they know that I appreciate them, um, which was my attempt earlier at talking about how Neil really helped me out, even though I'm <clears throat> whether he knew that or not was a big deal. So I, um, yeah, I, it's, it really sucks. So 
I do. I was just emailing Frank from the Overnightscape, and I was just saying, "Hey, how's it going? Haven't haven't uh, haven't seen you in a while. I hope you're doing well. I've, I'm kind of um, things haven't been going so great, but I hope you're doing well, etc. You know, just uh, just a, a check in to say hello. I've realised recently that it's you get into this cycle where if you haven't talked to someone in a long time, you feel guilty that you haven't talked to them, and that guilt makes you not want to talk to them, but then that stretches it out, and that means you haven't talked to them in even a longer amount of time. <laughs> and then it's sort of, the cycle perpetuates, and it's really, really bad. It just sucks. You get into this spiral. I don't know. I overthink everything. Maybe rational people don't have this problem. Yeah, so I guess to kind of nip that in the bud, I was messaging Frank. Anyway... He, he messaged me back a few minutes later saying, we're about to do uh, another live episode of, of stuff that we do on the channel. Would you like to, um, uh, would you like to, to join live and so the, uh, the off-ramp? And I was like, yes, please. So um, I was actually <clears throat> about to start a meeting at work, so I could only be on there for, um, for a few minutes or so. But it was a lot of fun seeing all the people there again. Frank had a beard. And if anything, it just made me more frustrated that, that I can't really grow one. I've tried and I just look awful. Frank just looked natural. Frank's one of these really irritating people that looks about 20 years younger than they are. Like if he, he rocked up to me and said, I'm in my late 30s or whatever, I would absolutely believe him without a doubt. I don't know. Maybe years of looking at CRT screens or something does something to your skin. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. So I'm sure that will also be going up on the Onsug. You can go to the Onsug by going to onsug.com. Um, if, you, if you replace the word Onsug with pretis, it redirects to... Actually, is that how you... Okay, so funny story. When I was a kid, I, I actually can't remember the name. Oh, that's going to frustrate me. There was this picture book series when I was a little kid. And it was about a leprechaun. And he was obviously Irish. And he had the big hat. It was the whole thing. And one of the episodes... Episodes? Wow! One of the volumes of this book, he kept talking about potatoes. And he would talk about, ah, oh, the prairies. And, and, he'd, and he'd, you know, my parents would attempt to do the accent. And if you can believe it, did an even worse job than me. And I was really glad they did that because... I had never encountered that word before written down, so I just, uh, and I'd never heard it before, so I was like, how are you supposed to say that? Is it prates? 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 <laughs> I really empathize with people learning English as their second or third or whatever language. Just, we really just have no idea what we're doing with tone and stuff. That said, though, my partner Claire is Cantonese, a famous, uh, a language famous for the fact that it has so, it has more tones than we have vowels. <laughs> it's, it's just, and it's not subtle either. So if you use the wrong tone, it's the difference between wishing someone a happy birthday and saying that you, um, you want their mother to die or something. It's really, you've got to be careful. I exaggerate, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> I got, just got a ping, uh, buh, 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 from my email thingy, so I'm going to be very unprofessional here and check this, just in case, technically I'm on my lunch break, so I, I, I feel no guilt, but just in case someone's pinging me about something important, and it's spam, isn't that great, ah, oh, what a, what a time to be alive, I feel like with, 
with uh, AI, we're just generating spam at a rate we've never seen before, and we're going to need to use AIs to find everything among the spam. It's just it's garbage in, garbage out. It's all the way down. Terry Pratchett, turtles, the whole thing. I was about to say, Neil would know what that's all about, but wasn't Terry Pratchett English, not, <laughs> not Irish? Uh, I, there was a, a very blasphemous episode of The Daily Show many years ago, I remember, way back when it was, I think it was Jon Stewart, and... Um, yeah, I, I didn't watch every episode because I kind of, eh. But, but occasionally he had his moments, and one of them, he talked about how this genetic study had determined that Irish, Welsh, Scots, and English people were genetically identical. And I just, I'm not, uh, I don't have Irish ancestry, but my mother's side of the family is Scottish, and I just thought, ooh, them's fighting words. <laughs> I just, I wanted to rush down the street near a haggis just to tell him who's boss, but in the end I settled for some oat porridge instead. Of course, because in the glorious Commonwealth we would say porridge, but um, you have to be careful, because if you say porridge in the US, they don't know. You have to specify oats, as far as I know. And you can't say porridge in, in Southeast Asia, because they'll give you, um, uh, ah, what's it called? The congee. <laughs> With fish and stuff, which, it's funny, like, I would associate oats and things as being something sweet, but really there's no reason for it to be. Like, you could just as easily have oats with savoury stuff. And actually, one of the girls that I had a, a crush on in, in high school back in the day, her big thing was she would cook sweet things but with savoury ingredients. And I remember, I think it was in our economics class, in year 11, she brought in savoury scones, which, I guess to satisfy the English people in my audience, scones, not scones. But rather than using um, jam and cream on top, she used, uh, oh, I think it was, so it was a savoury scone made out of paprika, chives, a bit of cheese. And then instead of sweet toppings, it was a bit of tomato sauce. And then instead of the whipped cream, it was sour cream. It was spectacular. And I've never had anything like that since. I feel like there must be a whole industry for... People like me who tend not to really like sweet things, making savoury versions of them. What this has to do with me being on an off-ramp episode and Neil bringing back into your head, I, I have no idea. And I've already forgotten what that second announcement was. I think it was a, a joke that didn't land very well. I'm probably going to leave it at that. Um, thank you for, for tuning into this. I, if, if this is the first time you've listened to an episode of mine, first of all, thank you, welcome, and I sincerely apologise. And secondly is a, also a phrase, and third, um, you have your choice of audible emissions, and I appreciate the fact that every now and then you've decided to include me in your day. It uh, means a lot. To my point earlier about appreciating people, um, when I get comments and, and stuff from people, uh, either from my blog or listening to this, it really does make my day, especially some, during some of those days where you think, uh, so many things have gone wrong, what could possibly get any worse, and then something worse happens, and you think, great, isn't that just fantastic? It's a, I've, I've got a financial thing, I've got a medical thing, I've got a family thing, and now I've got a work thing. I, I would have said the trifecta, but we're at four now, what the hell? Ah... <sighs> Uh, so anyway, yes, thank you. I would also say that not all of my episodes are that disjointed. However, if you do like disjointed things, uh, don't listen to Neil O'Carroll because his, his stuff is quite professional and, and fun and you would get a, get a bit, a bit of a kick out of it if it fell down and hit you in the ass. What? Thank you for tuning in. 
Really should stop waffling, rambling. Could you do savory waffles? I would eat savory waffles. Americans put chicken on their waffles. That still blows my mind. Why would you, why would you put poultry on a waffle? Would you put ham on a pancake? I feel like, I feel like Germans would do that. <laughs> ham pancakes, pretty beautiful pine furniture, Neil O'Carroll. See you next time. old ending music but it's very quiet um oh well <laughs> there are some people in school now who are younger than this song which is terrifying to me <laughs>